This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mint Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus rewards, registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. So see mcdonalds.com for full details. There's a team that we all love, playing out of person town. They bought a few promotions, but always end up going down. Play up, play up, for fail. Play up, play up, for fail. Play up, play up, for fail. Play up, play up, for Welcome to the Ale and Vale podcast. It's Saturday the 4th of March. It's half eight at night. Johnny, have you been fishing lately? Um, Not lately, mate, but, you know, there's there's always a chance to go down the River Trent, isn't there? Yeah, Big Phil, been fishing? No, not recently, no. Definitely not recently? Not. No. I'm, th- I'm thinking of taking it up, though, now. Yeah, some advert seemed to come on the other day about fishing. I thought, you know what, I must go fishing. So, no, in all seriousness, we didn't know it was coming on then all of a sudden. We spoke before Christmas about we may get external ads that pop up for 30 seconds before, 30 seconds after. And it happened. So thank you very much for those that listened. Those that didn't listen, don't skip them, please, because the podcast get paid for every listen. And of the money that's paid to the podcast, as you know, we don't take a penny. And one way or another, it all goes back into the club, whether that's through the foundation, whether it's through sponsorship, whether it's through the John Rudge statue, whether it's through Vale fans doing stuff for charity that we sponsor. So one way or another, it all goes back, not necessarily into the club, but back into Vale causes, I should say. So please, if you can, listen and don't skip the ads. And if you have gone and listened to the fishing podcast on the back of it, give us a shout. Let us know what the podcast was like. And I know my cousin's... Tom and Joe, they enjoy the fishing and they listen to the podcast, our podcast that is. So let us know if you've got to listen to the fishing podcast. But yeah, let's move on to today because the Vale of play today, there's different ways to skin a cat, as they say. And we've got a 1-0 win today. We played worse last, uh, played better last week and lost. But every game of football sift and we found a way to win today, which was vitally important, wasn't it, Johnny? Yeah, I think it was. I think... um. What what I'm a bit confused about is there's there's a lot of people saying we played poor today, and I, I don't agree with that. I thought we were good today. I thought we weren't brilliant, but we were good today. Yeah. But it seems that because Clarkie said that 
we were average and there's a lot of people now saying that we were poor and stuff like that but I thought we were really good today I thought we we didn't create enough at times but their keeper made two real good saves in the second half and we we should we, we should have we looked a team that was a bit scared at times to open up but yeah I'm pleased with today I'm pleased yeah, I, I thought we were okay without hitting the heights of last week. And over a season of 46 games, you're not going at your heights every single week and you've got fine ways to win when you don't hit them heights. And I thought you can only beat the side that's in front of you. And Big Phil, we did a good enough job on MK Dons for them not to trouble us and look relatively comfy for a 1-0 win for me. Yeah, I, I thought that. I, th- I thought the result was imperative today. Sort of when you, when you, when you look at the Morecambe game and the Bolton game, we should have got more points from those. Uh, it's nice to have it on the other side of the foot where we didn't play as well today, but we, we got the victory. I thought, I thought, I thought it was a professional performance. I thought we negated their threats well. Uh, I thought in the final third, I did think we were poor at times, but I think the team looked, the team looked good as a structure. Uh, what I couldn't believe, and I couldn't believe, I thought how bad were they. To be that bad with their, them players that they've got. That Moisa, every time I've seen him play against us, he's been brilliant. He's anonymous today. And yeah. for a side like them that's struggling that bad, yeah. they never put a shift in. If that had, if that had been the veil and we were in their position, they didn't try they didn't try one out, I didn't think. Well, you, no, say, you, you say anonymous, Big Phil. Yeah. So Kai Kai played today, apparently. He played 90 minutes. He didn't, yeah. did he? Well, apparently so. And that's, that's what... Like, I, he was the one I was worried about today. He'd got good pedigree, and he yeah. just did absolutely nothing. I didn't even know he was on the pitch. Their best player was Will Gregg, who come on at half time, and yeah. he was shite. Yeah, Bradley Johnson. What was he on today? Yeah, Bradley Johnson. I tell you, what I did think was decent for them. Paris Magomi. Yeah. Thought he had a decent game for them. I thought he got a good engine in midfield, looked comfortable on the ball, got stuck in. I thought he was probably their best player today. But the, the amount of gaps they got between the midfield, the back, oh, there were spaces everywhere. If, 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 we, if we'd have played a, our passing movement a bit quicker, a, a good side would have taken them five or six today, easy. One of them yeah. top sides, easy. Yeah, the players they've got, I'm surprised how bad they were. And special mention to their captain, Daniel Harvey. The left-back, who I actually thought was a decent left-back, but gets marred arse of the season. I've never seen a player cry for a minute one to minute 90 like he did today. What an absolute marred arse he was. Did, that, did any of you two notice that, or was it just me? Yeah, I he was... Yeah, I he was a marred arse, but some, one of their players trumps him. Go on. They're, they're 29 at the end of the game. Did you not I see all that? I did. Take, yeah, I did. Take his gloves off and throw him onto the pitch like a right little Jesse. Yeah, Max, <laughs> Max Dean. Is that who it was? It yeah, was proper, Max. It was proper embarrassing. That was George's three, and that's the sort of thing he he he's, he does. Takes his socks off and throws them on the floor when he's having a bit of a party. It's like, yeah. come on, kid, grow up. And I also saw him. He had a go at Smudge. I think at one point that Max Dean and Smudge just laughed at him. Yeah, completely he... laughed at him. But that Daniel Harvey, I saw at one point, he was even moaning at the ref that he'd moved their wall 11 yards rather than 10. <laughs> he moaned at absolutely everything. And he was adamant of trying to get an avail player sent off. 
because every time a Vale player went in for a tackle, he was screaming in the ref's face. And in the end, he got boots. Now, I think the ref was waiting for an excuse booking. But if I was the ref, I'd have booked him before half-time. And I've done that on players, John, and you may have seen it. And I know I've said to players, you know what? I've had enough of your whinging now. Here's a yellow card and shut the fuck up because I've had enough. <laughs> and I'd have done that on him. What? And it's a shame because, actually, I thought he was a decent player as well. I thought he was probably the second best player behind Paris Magoma. Yeah, but not including the... Will Grigg. It's, it's from the Dean Lewington school of shithousery, isn't it? Oh, yeah, big time. You can see that. Yeah, you can you can tell he's been told through his career. Look, watch Dean Lewington do, do what he does, because it was the exact same thing, except he was nowhere near as good. Yeah, yeah. No. I'll, tell you what, I'll tell you what, I can't see them staying no, no I hope not. No chance. Yeah, I, I won't lose any sleep if they get relegated. There's no fight in that team of theirs. There's none. You say that, they were throwing bloody elbows and fists and God knows what That's, else. Okay, we'll get on to that. I noticed some of that. Yeah, we'll talk about that as we go through. So, let's get into it. Johnny, you messaged me before the game. And today's brought to you by avtiming.com. Get yourselves over, sign up for the Crew 10K. Put in the voucher code AAV, so Andy knows that Bez has sent you. And share the sponsor page, which we've already had some great sponsorship already. We'll talk about that and more on Thursday because today's about today's game. But if you can get over any pounds you can donate, even 50p, really helps. But really chuff. I think we're up to 170 quid already. But that sponsor page isn't just for me. It isn't just for Johnny. It isn't just for Big Phil. It's for anybody that's doing the run. So share it between your family. Share it between your friends. If you've signed up, even if you haven't signed up, it's for anybody and it's raising money for the John Rudd statue. It's not our sponsorship page, as in, me and Johnny, it's our sponsorship pages and everyone. So get it shared and get people over there. The more we can raise, the better. So, Johnny, before kickoff, you said to me, arguably the strongest 11 available, strongest fit 11, is what you said. Great to see Wilson, Proctor and Politic on the bench. Shame about Butterworth missing out, especially with only four loans and Olsen on the bench. Got options now. We've got to use them. I think that's fair. Yeah. I don't think I'd change anything apart from probably the Holden comment. I thought he was decent when he came on in, in a different position. Yeah, agree with that. Agree with that. Any comments on that, Big Phil? Well, we all got the team right, didn't we, on Thursday? Yes. Yeah. Yes, so. spot on. Spot yeah. on. And we'll get on because for me, I think there was four contenders for man of the match today. I agree. And I've gone for Obviously, I've gone for one because you can only have one man of the match. And I know today was her game two. And I'm all for that. Really am. The more people we can get into the game, great. And I believe Johnny Sophie's had a great day down Vale promoting that. Yeah, it looks like it. She put some photos on and the, on the Twitter and stuff like that. And it looks like they've had a real good day. Gav Massey was down there beforehand. I've seen Bowers was down as well. Um, and yeah. So it's not nice that everyone around the club's been been getting involved and getting behind it. And yeah, I think it's um I got I had a message sent to me that it's a from from a listener who said it's only right that women suffer as much as us through the through the through the bad times of watching some of the shite that we've had down there in the years. So I think I think that's spot on. Um if we ever if we ever went back to the dark days, yeah, we've suffered some. We have, we have. Fair point. But I will say for me, in a men's game of football, it's man of the match. And in a woman's game of football, it's woman of the match. Yeah, 
It is. It's man of the match. It's man of the match. If you're playing like Soccer Aid, where there's men and women playing together, which I've got no issue with that, if that's where you're going, then it's player of the match. So man's game, man of the match. Woman's game, woman of the match. Mixed game, player of the match. Just for me. Just my view, and I'm 36, I might be way past it, you might go, Bez, us 20-year-olds don't agree with you. Fine. I'm not going to fall out with you. Just my view. So, for me, one man of the match today that we'll get on to. Johnny, carry on then. Clarky coaching staff, rating overall, given the subs that come on, and nicely two strikers go off and two strikers come on. Yeah, for, for me, it was it was an eight. I think <clears throat> Clarky, Clarky picked the right 11. Um, it won it won the game at a canter. Um, and like I say, the subs I probably would have subbed Ojo earlier because he should have been sent off. Yeah, he, um, he, well, he should have been sent off before, before as well. And I would have subbed him then. But then he did another tackle, which he probably should have been sent off for as well. Agreed. Uh, he didn't. So that's obviously walk on our side. But yeah, that that's the only. The only negative, and I don't know if the Garrity injury had had a bit of a part to play in why he waited, but overall, yeah, perfect, perfect. Uh, but performance-wise, dictates some things, doesn't it? And yeah, so a good, good, solid seven. Yeah, Big Phil, any comments? Yeah, I give him a seven as well. Like I say, pick the right team. We all said that on Thursday, the team that we thought. And I think that is the strongest 11 we could have put out today for that. Great great to see that bench. That's probably the strongest bench we've had this season, I would have thought. And that gave so many options. And I think he was spot on with his changes at the right time. I think Ellie Sarrison and I think Taylor up front. They were tired and running out of ideas. And I think at that time, with bringing Wilson and Proctor on, he just gives us that little bit of momentum back. Uh, right, I agree, sort of Ojo. He, he, he was skating on thin ice, he was. And that referee who was dead card happy with them yellow cards, he just yeah. bottled it with that red one. And he, he could have sent him twice. And I did take him off after the first one. But he's been on, he, Ojo's been on yellow cards before. And class players like he is. They usually can carry it through and they know what they're doing. So uh, I think probably Clarky thought he'll be all right with it. But he did bring Conlon on a little bit too late, but when he, he was the right thing to bring him on. So, yeah, but apart from that, yeah, I thought he, I thought he did well today, Clark. He was one of his choices. Yeah, with you both. And we'll get on to Matty Taylor. You mentioned that. What a class act he looks. He really does. Just needs a goal now, but looks a class act. And Clark, he rang me before the game, Johnny. Says that Willow wasn't going to be on the bench, but after some twat announced that he was back in full training, he was going to have to play him. <laughs> What 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 can I say? If that if that's the case, Dan Jones is back in full training. I don't think you'll be seeing him again this season. And whether we'll see him again next season, we'll talk about retain list another time. Personally, I think he deserves a contract, but I'm sure we'll have differing views across different people on that one. Um right, so let's get into it then. Let's do ref watch first, because we've spoke about him briefly. Like you say, he was giving cards out like it was Christmas to begin with. Anyone that looked at him, ER, he's a card, have that. Um, some of them were justified, some were very harsh, I thought. As you say, bottled the red card. Also could have red carded their left back and captain, I think. 
he got in his face once or twice after he'd already been booted. Then was diving about, and James Plant's been sent off today for diving. Picked up his second yellow by the look of what Salford are saying. Not Salford, why would Salford say that? Salisbury. Um, they're saying he got fouled, and the ref gave him a second yellow for diving. Tommy Mack also scored today, so well done to them. So, ref overall, five. He wasn't disastrous by any stretch of the imagination, but wasn't great. I, I thought I thought he, he was handing those cards out, but he, he missed two. But they, they should have been down to nine men at half-time. When Bradley Johnson, when Harrison went down, he gave him a blatant elbow straight in the face, which Harrison got his redemption straight away, which he should have been a bit more savvy with that. And he missed that one. And the other one was Zach Jules. He'd only just got booted. And he elbowed Smith. Good right hander on Smith, who went down straight in front. The ref was looking at it, and he went over to the linesman who bottled it as well. And then when he came back over, he started talking to the wrong player. And in all fairness, you said Lawn Street, Big Phil. No railway. Oh, whereabouts in the railway? But whereabouts? But towards away end, by cars end. To three quarters of the way down towards by cars end. Right. So you'd have got a different angle on them than. I did, and Johnny, you'd have got a different angle than I did. Yeah. The Smithy one, I did not see. So, I cannot comment on that. I have seen it back, because Stu sent us a clip, because he's obviously watching in Canada. Technology nowadays, he got that over. And yeah, red card. He's Albert yeah. Smith straight in the chest. Yeah. But I didn't see it at the time. And I'll stick up for the liner here, because the liner's probably got about five, six players between him and the incident. And the liner can't see that. What I will say is the ref, should be in a position to see that. And if not, the fourth official definitely should. He will be mic to the referee and can tell the referee what happened. So that one. And the Alice Addison one, I couldn't tell. It was probably level with me over the other side. So I couldn't see that. Yeah. Johnny, did you get any views on them? Um, well, I thought Phil, I thought, I thought Big Phil was going to actually mention the Zach Jules one where he fouls Harrison in the corner by literally trying I to get his off. Yes, I did. That, and that, that was, was right on half time once it after he'd been yeah. booked. And he'd only he'd only been booked a few minutes and mm. like he was trying to rip his shorts off. So that that for me was a booking. Was. But yeah, I, th- I think the, the the elbow, I wasn't convinced at the time. I've seen it back and obviously it, it looked bad, but yeah, I I I wasn't convinced by the elbow um at the at the at the time and I think Smithy doesn't help himself. No, because, he's got that reputation. No yeah, he, I think unfortunately he's going to have to get he's going to have to get hit before he gets given. I think now like properly rather than just a little bit of one, which I think that was. I think it was more dragged his elbow up his face rather than swung an elbow at him. But it's still a red card. Don't get me wrong. But yeah, it's it, it's unfortunate for Smithy at the minute. And like we said, Funzo should have been sent off once, if yeah. not twice, for a second yelling. Um, and I will say, actually, I don't know if many people picked up on it. Jamie Proctor's a lucky boy not be sent off. Yeah. When he had a bit of a squirmish with their lad, he slapped him across the face. And it was yeah. an open-hand slap. It wasn't a lot of power in it. But the second you touch an opponent above chest, it's a red card. And he, he's very lucky. And Willow rightly got a yellow card for his two hands in the chest. That is a yellow card. Shouldn't their lad have got booted for that, though, as well? Because he yes. pushed him first. I know yes, he should. Yes, he should have booted them both. 
should have booked them both. The one that I was interested on your view, Johnny, and this is, and after everything we've said, actually, I'm marking the ref down to a four, not a five, because I'm going to give him a five after he got so much wrong. Um, you'd have got a better view than me, Johnny. The ball across the touchline, and I think the line of flag three. was shielding it and Greg got around him mm-hmm. and then the line of flag for it being out. Can you remember it? Forrester across the other side. Other side, yeah. Launched it in front of the empty seats that hadn't used. From my angle, but you'd have been a lot closer to the line than me. Didn't look anywhere near out. No, it was ne- nowhere near out. But then the same for the line of flag in the first half for one that was nowhere near out as well. Um, the Warrell one on the line. Yes. Yeah. For a throw in, that was nowhere near out either. So it, I, I, it's no surprise. Yeah, no, no surprise. So yeah, that's ref watch done and dusted. Let's get into the players. So as as the new way of doing it, we will go through the order that Sky have got them. Can we not so, do it properly? Because the, the, the Skyway is proper stressing me out. It's messing with my OCD. But it's a good way for me to track what I've done. Uh, let me have a look. <laughs> Yeah, it is a weird way. Go on, then. We'll do it the normal way. Because if I go the Skyway, Ben Garrett is last. Yeah. Ojo in the middle of Benningham was. Yeah. So go on. We'll do it the normal way. You can have your way. I'll go through. They have got the formation right in all fairness, so we'll go through it that way. So starting with you, Johnny, in gold, number one, Aidan Stone, my lord. Clean sheet for the lad. Yeah, six for Stoney. I thought his kicking was spot on. Um, all but the one, I think, in the second half that went over Benning's head. I think that was the only one Stoney got wrong. But distribution-wise, good. The, the one save he had to make, if you can call it, that he made. Um, he, good save, he got down well. Yeah, he got, he got, he got down well. He come down his chest and he, um, he, he shit out a little bit, didn't he? Wasted that bit of time. Um, the... the I suppose the one grumble is the one where he came for it and completely missed it. Um, although some people in the paddock need to give their head a bit of a wobble because there was one guy stood up screaming, um, you've got to come for that, Stoney. And it's like, well, he did. He came for it. He missed it, but he's come for it. So I think you've got to sort your, sort your comments out. Well, yeah, overall, what can you say about a keeper that didn't didn't have a proper save to make? Big Phil. Yeah, he, I thought his distribution was good today. I thought his kicking was was decent. There, were, there wasn't many he misplaced. And I think Forrester fired one back at him for about yeah. 35 yards. It was going like a rocket. I thought, oh, yeah. Yeah. And he controlled it brilliantly and distributed it. And I, th- I thought it was class, to be fair, with his feet. But apart from that, oh, my goodness. We, we, we need, we, we've got to sort this goalkeeping situation out. Because when you look at it, again... It's a game of two goalkeepers. There's two. There's two. There's two instances where the goal, both goalkeepers have had two jobs to do. First of all, with the corner, he comes for it, flaps at it, goes over his head. Bradley Johnson heads it wide. Then there's another one comes in from the other end. He comes punch it at the end, and he punches it on Will Grigg's head. And Will Grigg headed it wide. You look at their goalkeeper. It was a brilliant save from Ellis Harrison, tip it onto the post. And that one from Warrell, he saved with his foot. I don't know how he did it because he went through a crowd of players and he stuck his foot out there. And can can you see Stevens or could you see could you see Stone saving any of them two? I couldn't. And the only thing, two things he got do, he tried. He, he, it didn't happen for him. 
So I was quite disappointed with that. So apart from that, yeah, his kicking was good, but he did his usual thing. I'll stick up for him on the second one where he punched on Will Griggs' head. The ref rightly gave a foul on Stone because their lad got hold of him. So mm. in the first one, I couldn't see through a group of players. Stone was adamant he'd been impeded, but every goal he is in that situation. So yes. I'm not going. Serious one, he used to say he was pulled, but. Yeah. Now the second one, he definitely was. So we'll stick up for him on that one. The first one, I think he's got to do better. I'm with you. I think he comes out and gets nowhere near, and he has got to do better on the first. And again, people are going to be tweeting and saying, "God, if that was Jack Stevens, you'd be shredding him." Yeah, you're probably right. So it's only right that we say, "Yeah, Stone, he should have done a lot better." However, we probably aren't as harsh on Stone because he's our goalie. We want look after him. He's our keeper. Jack Stevens can go back. Yeah, I think for, for me, the difference is that Stevens came in and he, and he should have, he, he was coming in as number one and he just hasn't, he hasn't proven it. He's had enough time to prove it, but Stoney just doesn't seem to get the same time. Yeah, and with it, Stone, Vale fans have always got someone who's the boo boy. Aiden Stone's kept a clean sheet today and there's still people slating him. Big Phil, you're more than right to pick up on the fact that he should have done better on. People will say both crosses. For me, second one is fouled. I'm giving him that one. And people will pick up on that. Fair enough. But just say, oh, we could have done better on that one, Vale fans. There's no need to hang him. There really isn't. And I know you weren't then, Big Phil. I just mean Vale fans in general. No, no, no. It's balanced. Because like yeah. I say, give him credit for his distribution. Distribution's a lot better than Jack Stevens. Without a hell sh- of a lot better. Without a sh- and I do think, and I've I've said this throughout the season, so this isn't me just saying it now, I actually think Aiden Stone will pull off a worldie more often than Jack Stevens will. And I've said this, if you want to listen back to pods over the season, I've mentioned about Aiden Stone pulling off saves against Mansfield, where he, at home, where he flings himself across the goal. The Oxford save, all OK, with 4-0 yeah, down. Yeah, and the Exeter one away. Exeter away, last game of the season. I haven't seen Jack Stevens really do that. And no. for me, Aiden Stone is our number one goalie now. Do I think he should be the number one goalie next season? He's got a long way to go for me. That's just my opinion. But I've been more than happy to have him at the club as number two. Stoney might want to play first-team football. And if he does, fair play. I'll never knock any player that wants first-team football. Big Phil, you're first on the next one. Right to the back three was one of my four contenders for man of the match. Didn't get it for me. But I thought he had a great game yet again. Mr. William Forrester. Yeah, he's one of my four as well. I, 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 thought, I think the sort of run of games that he's getting, he's getting better and better and better. He's getting more consistent. The, the only one thing that he did wrong was when Will Grigg got round him and, the, and he, they put it for all a goal kick and he wasn't. He, I didn't think he'd have gone out either. But the, one, the, other, the other side, which he did do brilliantly, the, on, the only really time they opened us up and went through and they cut us through and it came, it came a beautiful ball and the six-yard box that Will Gregg feeds off all the time, and he did a brilliant block, a brilliant block that went out for a corner, if you don't if you remember that. Yeah. And that, that just typified his performance. I thought he was composed. He, he, his positioning was brilliant. He used the ball well. He was a class act today, he was. And he was partly the reason. I thought, that, I thought the whole of the back three played well and nullified any threat that they got. So, so for me, if I was giving him a mark, I'd give him a seven. Yeah, I'm with you. He's getting better and better every game. He's getting stronger every game as well, Johnny. And some of the criticism early doors was he was getting bullied a little bit. 
you don't see him getting bullied much at the moment, do you? No, definitely not. He was my man of the match. I thought yeah. brilliant. Concede. Concede. I, I love I love the fact that he won he won all his duels. He was strong, he was quick, he was talking quite a lot as well, which was good. Him, Smithy and Donnelly were all communicating quite regularly with each other, organising the defence while him and Warrell have got a great partnership. He gets an eight for me. I thought he was absolutely fantastic today. And he was he's one of them players that he's got when he's got his confidence up, like you saw the shot he had with his left foot sort of thing. Yes, it went into the by cars, but you, it's the sort of thing you want from players. You want them having a dabble, you want you want them be, being confident and showing. And he just he strikes me as a leader. And that's what I really like about him. There's two people on the pitch today that, for me, were in contention for man of the match. And both of them will acted like leaders today. So, while in Will Forrester, and that's that's the player that we we wanted when we signed him. Yeah, totally agree. And I think the fact he is under contract for next season is massive because he's going to be one of the first names on the team sheet. And he can be part of the spine of that team next season because his game get better and better at his age. And we've really stole one from under the noses of them down the road because what a player he is. Loved the bloke. Always loved him. And I said weeks ago that him or Cass needed to run the games. Now, Cass started with it and was doing well, then got injured. And now Foddish has come in and made that shirt his own. Absolute quality today. And I can see why you've given him the match. As I say, he was one of my four and he was second in the four. I think, for me, I think you both of you saying fourth, from my point of view, I think it's been a bit generous. There was there was two players for me that were head and shoulders above. There was two players that were above average, and then the others were just all right. So I think if, to have four in contention for man of the match, I'll be interested to see who the other two are, because one of them's got to be Tom Pett. So. We'll get there. We'll get there, and I'm sure the other two were the ones that you were saying we're above average because I'm saying there's four in contention for me, one and two. Forrester was two, and you're right. I knew you said was number one for me. Um, but another one who I thought had a great game and was up there in contention, Johnny, and he's one of the four, Nathan Smith. Yeah, I thought Smithy was okay. I think he won all his headers, I think he commanded well. What I really liked, like I mentioned in Bolton last week, was where he stepped in front in the second half. He'd come to win an edit, realised it wasn't going to, going to be an edit, and then just chested it down to, to, um, to I think it was to Garrity at the time. He just chested it down. And I just thought, you know what? That, that's, that's Nathan Smith being better. And that's the Smithy that I'm actually like interested to see. I think he's, he's a good player. He's a good defender. He's a very good defender. To become a good footballing defender... He does need to work on the other bits. And these last couple of games, that seems to be happening. So long may that continue. Solid seven for Smudger. And look, there's there's not a lot you can say about that defence. It was a very mature performance from all three of them. Yeah, and that one that you're on about, Johnny, where he come and chested it, for some reason he caught my eye as the ball was in flight. And he actually, it was just anticipation because he come over heads. And you just saw he knew exactly where it was going. He just read it perfectly, got to it. And as you say, chested it down. And I actually turned to my dad and I said, that Smith has read that beautifully. So, Big Phil, Nathan Smith was one of my four. 
yeah, just, he, he wasn't one of my four in actual fact. Right. You know, Forrester was the second, my second. I thought he was the second best player on our team today. Uh, no, Smith wasn't one of my four. I thought he, I thought he played well. He did his usual thing. He was solid at the back, and with the threats that he got up front, he nullified them all. And I agree, I, I, he, he's getting better on the ball when he when he's put under pressure. And you've got to at this level because that Mo that Moise, if you, if if you if you start doing things that he's done in the past, that, that's going to cause immense problems. But today, he seemed assured, seemed composed. He was faultless, to be fair. And I thought he had a great game. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And thanks to friend of the show, Dan, who messaged me, we got it wrong on the preview. It wasn't Mo for Scunthorpe that put us in the top corner of that game. It was his brother, Abu. Was it? Yeah. Right. I was going to correct you on, on that because I did see that today. Did you? Yeah, because at that point, Mo was at Peterborough. I got everything wrong on that. I said he yeah. wasn't. I said he wasn't COVID, and it was him. <laughs> there God, we go. I'm 52 and getting senile. That's it. That, it happens to us all at some age. Big Phil left of the back three. Goal today, as we've already said, really composed performance. Did really well, the young lad, and he's growing every game. Aaron Donnelly. Yeah, I, th- I thought that goal gave him a lot of confidence, and you could see what it meant to him. Uh, I, I've got a special place for him because if you think about it, he's, he's come in and he, it's his first, it's his first taste of league football. And I think in another, in, in another, in another time, he'd have been, te- he'd, he'd have been like, like, like they do with him. They bring him in, give him a couple of games, bring him out for one, put him back in. But because we, we, we haven't got the cover for him, he's got play. And the one thing I will say about him is he's only a young lad. And he's had a couple of, shall we say, iffy games. And what you tend to find with players like that, they go missing a little bit then and because the confidence goes. And he must have a good character, he must, because he never hides. And when he's on it, he's on it. And I thought today he was composed. A few of his passes go straight down the line and so forth. But he was positioning as well. He went well. I thought his goal was good. He gave him the confidence. And, yeah, he, he's getting better and better. And you've got to give him credit for the young lad coming into League One football like that. I think he's done really well. Yeah, totally agree. Johnny? Yeah, I thought it was his best performance for us today. I thought he took the goal well with, with his weaker foot. Um, I think what I liked about his performance today was that when World Grid came on, I don't know if you noticed, the first thing that Greg did was come over to Donnelly and thought, here you go, I'm going to have a great time here against this young lad. I'm 34, 35, however old Greg is. I'm going to bully this kid. I'm going to make his life hell. And the first thing Donnelly did was stand up to him, pushed him, and Greg then controlled that one off his chest to no one. And it was just like, I'm going to stand you up then. And I thought it was a good performance from him. Still... His distribution still annoys me. I think at times there's a simple ball on and he clips it too much. But it's a learning curve, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's completely different than kids' football, shall we say? Because that's where it, that's where he pretty much was. So thing, things are a lot different. Um, he's got he's got to learn. He's got to adapt. And hopefully we see more of these performances than we have done these other performances so far. But yeah, 
de- decent player, decent effort today, and a, a seven. Yeah, and he spoke. I haven't listened to his post match. I know he's done the post match, yeah, pre match he did, and he spoke about the difference between kids football and men's football. He says he's getting it forward quicker, more physical, etc. And I thought today, as you say, he adapted to that. While Will Greg come on, as you say, the first one he did stood up to him. Then next ball that got clipped down the line towards Greg, Donnelly got above him and won the head. Yeah, it was it was good to see today. Yeah, it was very good. And then Johnny next on the right wing back position, a great assist picking Donnelly out at the back post, and it was one of my four. Dave Waddle. Yeah, it was, it's for me it was a Dave Waddle Dave Waddle performance. I, I don't think there was, I, I don't think he was brilliant today. Like I, some some of his crosses and stuff were a bit loose. Like a couple of times he put he put the ball in, in into the area into weird positions and and whatnot. But also he, the energy he brings, the ability he's got, the the fact that. Bears, I know you just said it's hung in cheek, the great assist. But if that scurries wide, people people are moaning and groaning, aren't they? Donnelly's done really well to save him there. Um, so, yeah, I don't think it was classic Dave, but I thought he was all right. For me, it's a six. I don't think it was anything special, but I thought it was steady. Oh, I, I thought it was more than a six. I thought it was a seven for Wazen. What I really liked is the slightest loose ball from them and who's beating their man to it. And typical Dave Waddle, let's get forward. Big Phil was was one of your four. Yeah, he's number four. He's the fourth best player I thought out of that. I thought he had a cracking game. I thought he was industrious, great energy. I thought he made some terrific runs. We didn't find him at times. But with them gaps between their midfield and their backs, he, he was making some cracking runs. Uh, he did a he did a lovely free kick second half, which is obviously on the training pitch, where he just clipped it into Taylor. He was in space. And he tried to get his shot off and he went for a corner. And I thought that was brilliant. And also his shot, second half that went through, could have gone in. And, and But he was everywhere. He was everywhere. And that energy that he brings to the side is massive for us. I thought he was intelligent today. A few of his crosses went to miss. But he was everywhere. He He, he typified what they didn't today. He was full of effort, full of industry, full of energy. And if any of their players that want to look at themselves in the mirror, they won't look at the effort he put in because none of theirs did anywhere near that today. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And God forbid when he leaves the club and it's going to happen in the near future, and I'm not saying this summer, I hope it isn't this summer, but within the next three years, it's probably going to happen. He's a tough one replacing. You don't replace him on a free transfer for me. You've got to spend money, get class in like that. And Dave Waddle's been a great servant. At the, end of, at the yeah. end of the day, what, what, what gets taken for granted with him is his consistency. He's yeah. so, so consistent. Yeah, I'm with you. Johnny, what was your point? I said we signed him on a free transfer. I know, but you, you don't get that. It, to be fair, when we signed him, it wasn't the player he is now. It wasn't as consistent as he is now. And that comes with experience. Michael, Michael Brown signed him, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, Michael Brown. Ask him, he'll tell you about it. You don't, don't, don't ask him. You know, he'll still him. tell you about it. Every every time he gave went on Sky, do you know I signed Dave Warrell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think that's his calling card. In fact, Michael Brown, we're we're, talk, we're talking about uh, Wolves, Wolves Spurs here, mate. Yeah, but I signed Dave Warrell for Port Vale. Yeah, right. thanks, Jeff. 
<laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Uh, Big Phil, you got Thursday and on the other wing back and solid for me today, Malbenny. Yeah, I felt for him a little bit. He's got no confidence at all at the moment, and you can tell. And so what he tried to do today, he just tried to keep it simple. He didn't try to do things he thought he isn't capable of doing with his lack of confidence. You never really saw him drive forward. There's a few occasions when he could get forward, got a few balls, balls over and so forth. But he wasn't a horror show, which he can put in at times. And he was a middle-of-the-road performance that I think, given the situation we've got on that left wing-back side, if he keeps that standard and increases a little bit, that'll do. So I, th- I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought he did all right, seeing as though everybody's been on his back, and he can tell he's just got no confidence at all. Yeah, to be fair, you pretty much took the words out of my mouth because I thought the first 10 minutes, I thought, Christ, Mal's going to have another stinker here today. And it was as though at that point he went, right, just get the ball and keep it simple. Get the ball, play it back, play it to someone. Defend when you've got defend. Get forward when you can. Keep it simple and build on it. And I thought he did that. And Johnny, I'd be surprised if he gave him more than a six. But I thought he was solid without being spectacular. And it was a let's try and just stop the rot from Mal Benning today for me. Yeah, I think, I think that performance is going to do them the world of good as well. I, I yeah. honestly do. I think sometimes you don't need to have a worldy of a performance to sort yourself out. Sometimes you just need to have a, an average performance and go, right, OK, I'm, I'm back to the basics. I'm a good player. Because he is. He's a good player. And yeah. people forget that. Like, yeah. it, he's, not, he's not top-end league one by far, but he's a good player. So, like... You've just got to, sometimes you've got to stop the rot. And Mal did that for me. I thought delivery-wise a couple of times, a couple of his corners and stuff were a bit iffy. So that was a bit frustrating. Um, but yeah, I thought he worked hard. Him and Donnelly linked up well at the back, defended really well. So solid six for, for Mal. And I'm really happy with it because, like I say, I think that's, that's what we need going forward with him. We need him just be solid and just help the team as a whole in that sense now. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I think that's exactly it. And a lot of the criticism we've had of Ben in this season is that he's either an 8 out of 10 or a 2 out of 10. You don't get the 6 out of 10s when you need them. And today, yeah. we got that 6 out of 10. Their winger down that side, as you said, was Sully Kai Kai. And you didn't even notice he was on the pitch. I noticed him, but only because... And I think it was about the 60th minute he was in front of me and I saw the name on the shirt. I went, bloody hell, it's Sully Kai Kai. And yeah. that's the only reason I noticed him. So Benny must have done something right. Keep him quiet. Yeah, and I think I think that's the big thing, isn't it? As, as a, as a defence today, as a back five, they, they all they all played really well as a unit. And um, do you know what? Like, you put in them performances, you're not, you, not going to concede many goals or chances. So they've, yeah. they've all done really well. So... You've got to congratulate them for that because a couple of them have been a bit shocked of confidence. Benning, Connolly, Smithy to a degree. And Donnelly as well as Connolly. Yeah, yeah, Connolly, Donnelly, whatever. You know, you know I don't get them right. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. And so, even Stone, the clean sheet for Stone will do him the world of good for some of the stickies come under where as, as we've said at Bolton last week, couldn't do anything about them goals for me. No, not not for me. I think like some people are still adamant that he, he should have been coming and get the one that the header, but 
that's football and it's people are people are full of opinions. Yep. Six thousand six hundred in there today. We'll all have different opinions on different things. So exactly. let's move on. Um next, Johnny, Funzo Ojo, who as we've already said, very lucky to remain on the pitch and not have a little bit of a break now. Yeah, Funzo is six for me for Funzo. He was on a seven until them two fouls. I thought the first one was the first one should have been a warning to him. And him getting away with it. I think the second one was stupid. Mm. So I think he loses a mark for that. I like the fact that he was still willing to put his foot in and, and try and win the ball. But in them situations, you've got to make sure that you're going to 100% win the ball or else you're risking in making that last 25 minutes because I'm pretty certain it was that long. Mm. Hard for the team. Well, so, it was 77 when he got subbed. Yeah, so and, I reckon... And he got subbed just after the second one, didn't he? Yeah, so I'd, I'd, I'd say it, was, it would have been the last 20 minutes then, with, with how much... With the first one, yeah. 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 So, I, just, I think that's my only downside with Ojo today. Uh, everything else, he's, he's an engine, he's a bit of class. He, he's just... He's, he's a good player. He's a very good player, and we're, we're lucky to have him. Yeah. But Phil? Yeah, he was in my top four. He was number three. Uh, I thought he showed his class today. Uh, he drove forward. He gave us momentum going forward as well. I thought when he got the ball in the final third, he was intelligent with some of his passes, with his vision. Uh, ran his socks off. And I agree with Johnny. We're lucky to have him. He, 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 he is top end of league one. League one. There isn't many sides. It's probably only the... Four or five big boys that he wouldn't get in their side. He'd get in the rest of them, definitely. Yeah, I'm with you. He wasn't in my top four for the reasons Johnny said that he should have been sent off. And it was, if it had been a sending off way, you think, you know what, you've got every right, go for it, you're in a touch late. I go fair enough, but it would have been a very stupid sending off from him. And that's the only reason he's not in my top four otherwise. And with everything you said about everything else of today, both of you, it was a class act. But he did lose marks for me for that as well because. He should have been off the pitch, which that means he isn't having a weekend at the seaside next week. Well, oh, he is. He's just having he's just having one actually at the seaside. Not with his true, true. And then big fail. Moving on to the next one, top of the four for me. My man of the match, sponsors man of the match today. Class above, and he has been since he's come back for me. And he's been unlucky not playing more times for me this season because there's times where we've said he hasn't had a bad game and he's been bombed out for Conlon. He was back today, captain today, captain's performance. Unbelievable shame for me in that midfield. Just keeps it ticking over. Very intelligent, Mr. Tom Pett. Yeah, my man of the match by a mile, if you ask me. He was composed. He was intelligent. What he does, he gets in tight situations. He doesn't panic. He, he's got that little thing where he, he gets, he turns, goes again. He kept it ticking. He, he, he didn't give many balls away today. And... He knows exactly where to be, what to do, when to break it up, when not to break it up, when to pass it, when not to pass it. He's got better and better this season. And for me, he's he's definitely up to League One standard now. And I I think with him, I don't think it really helps him when when he plays one game, comes out, does another game. I think think the run of games he's got, he's he's definitely up to his best match tempo. And there's no way Conlon can play in front of him. No way in a million years. Tom Pett is a better player than Tom Conlon, without a shadow of a doubt. 
Johnny? Yeah, look, I can see why people give him man of the match. I thought it was brilliant for Petty today. I thought it was one of them performances like we we we've probably we've said about Pet quite a few times that he's he he's the one that keeps things ticking and he, he did that today. But I think defensively he was fantastic as well. He broke up play a couple of times. He he does he does that little turn to get his free kicks and and such like. So it's really good performance. Solid eight. Him and, him and Will, it was very close. And I think my affinity for a defender has just shaded it for Pet. But, yeah, it was, it was fantastic. And I just think, like, with Pet today, he, he links that midfield up well. He's got stuff that Garrity hasn't got. He's got stuff that Ojo hasn't got. And they all seem to complement each other really well. And, yeah, he's good at getting forward as well because a couple of times he... He, he ran it forward and did really well with it. Yeah, yeah, with you. And as I say, there was four that were in contention for me. The top two were Forrester and Pet. So I can see why you've gone Forrester Pet for me too, because I just thought he just keeps us ticking over. He keeps the team going. And there was one point he got two men round him and I thought he's in trouble here. And he dropped his shoulder one way, sold one one way, sold the other the other way and just went through the middle of them. He did that, like, that at Bolton a few times as well. Yeah, he did. But the one today really stabbed because they were in real close proximity. Yeah. And I thought he's lost this. Would be a miss to point out. And had they scored from it, he wouldn't have got me man of the match. He made one mistake in 90 yeah. minutes and he gave a ball away. Halfway inside or half, second half, that's it. Yeah. That's it. And that's the only thing. And had they scored from it, he wouldn't have got man of the match, but they didn't. And that's the only thing he's done wrong in 90 minutes. It's a great performance. And as I say, my man of the match and definitely 8 out of 10. I'm with you, Johnny. Um, I'm moving on, Johnny. As you say, they complement each other really well. Front of the midfield three, the best on earth, Ben Garrity, and let's hope that injury is not serious and it was more precaution. Yeah, ho- hopefully it's not a serious one because Ben, what he, what he lacks in quality, he makes up in effort and desire, doesn't he? He's, he, he's fantastic at workhorse in there. He, today wasn't wasn't really a game where he, he had many chances, but he worked hard. He, he harried, he, he hassled, and it was a, just a just an average performance for me. But do you know what? You, he's allowed him. So um, solid six. There's not really a lot you say about Ben, but it, the, the three of them do complement each other, like I said, and his work rate is second to none. Yeah, with you. And when Ben isn't 100%, the fact that it is. Average performances is six out of ten. You've got to be more than happy with in this league, haven't you, Big Phil? Yeah, with a shadow of doubt. He's, he's obviously been carrying that injury, hasn't he? And so, I've, yeah, it, for me, that, that that that's my favourite position for him because when we lose possession up that, in that final third, he rats around and if his energy <laughs> never stops running. Not a lot you can say today, other than like you say, what he wasn't. Vintage Garrity. He didn't do anything spectacular, but but he 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 did the dirty work, and he he's brilliant, and he loves doing the dirty work. And you've got to have somebody who does that. And I thought he was brilliant today in doing that, given obviously he won a hundred fit. And yeah, yeah, spot on. Yeah, with you as you say, he runs and runs and runs. And if you want run and run and run, get yourself over to avtiming.com. See me and Johnny and Big Phil at the start line of the Crew 10K. Sign up, AAV and the code. 
and run your veil shades. Can't wait, can you, Johnny? I can hear the excitement down the line. Sorry, I was just eating pizza. Yeah. And <laughs> um, what were you saying? Yeah, exactly. In, in all fairness, friend of the show, Simcox got some donut things from the fan zone. Project D says yeah. to me, you want one? I didn't. Because I thought <laughs> unofficial veil somewhere around here. And the second I pick <laughs> one up, I'll be snapped. So all I had at the ground today was a coffee. <laughs> and I had a Slimming World meal before I went. Look at you, you horrible bastard. It's shaming me while eating my pizza. Yeah. And while the chippy was here today doing my banish and everything, I went for a three and a half mile walk. I haven't ran because my chest's still tight and I thought, I don't know what I'm risking yet. But a three and a half mile walk. Then I walked the veil, which is a mile because I clocked it. So I've walked four and a half mile today. There we go. Get your training in. Yeah, you've, you've done farther than the, all that all the Milton Keynes dance players, put it that way. Yeah, probably. Apart from the captain, because every yeah. time the ref blew his whistle, he sprinted towards the ref, and that's the only time he put a bit of work right in. So, yeah. Big Phil, on to you. The front two, nice to see them together. Nice to see strikers on the pitch. As Clark, he says his nines are back, and by God are they back. Matty Taylor. Yeah, sort of. Taylor and Harrison... And at the time they've scored 100 goals as a partnership together, they have, you know. Yeah, didn't know that. And I built him up on Thursday, Matty Taylor, and he did everything today, bar score. I think if he does get a goal, I think he'll go on a streak, he will. He, he, he's class act, he is. And sort of like, we, 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 how we've got him, I don't know. Oxford in the position they are, and they, they go and loan him out. There's, there's, there's something seriously wrong if that's the case. Big falling I, out with the manager one who's now been sacked. Yeah, but sort of like <laughs> with his running, I think I think the link-up play with Harrison at times wasn't quite there today. But he's intelligent with his running. He, he drags space for other people. He makes the right runs in the box. Yeah, he's a he's a class act at that level, and uh, he's a great addition to our squad. Yeah, definitely, Johnny. Yeah, I think everything that Phil's just said, he's, he's, he's credit to our squad, isn't he? He adds so much that Willow, Proctor and Harrison haven't got. And I think what what strikes me about him is it feels like there's a red card in there somewhere for him because he's a bit, he's a bit angry and a bit aggy and throws himself about a bit. Like, so I think... I think you'd expect to see that sort of thing from him. I think he's got, do you know that sort of late challenge where he leaves one on you? He's got that in him if you if you wind him up. And I love that because that's where a striker needs that bit of aggression and a bit of chomping at the bit. I think he needs to be a bit more selfish sometimes um, and just have, have a go. But I think strikers, that comes with confidence, doesn't it? But real good performance today. Leads the line while he's, he's strong. And that's not something you think when you look at him. You don't look at him and think he's going to be a strong lad, but he is. He's strong. He's a bully, and him and Harrison work well. So happy, happy days. Sol- solid seven for Matty Taylor today, and he's just he needs that one on in off his arse. And I think we'll we'll see ten goals before the end of the season. Yeah, he does. One will go, and it will go in soon. And yeah, I'm with you both. Absolute quality there. Uh, and Johnny, last but by no means least, Alice Harrison. 
Yeah, I thought, do you know what? Alice's performances today was was the, the sign of a striker coming back from injury. I think it was it was all right. He put himself about a lot. He, he's great in both boxes with winning the ball. He he just he, he didn't really have a lot. He I think he was a lucky boy. I think similar to what we said with Ojo, I think he was on his booking and the one at the end of the first half was was risky, shall we say. Um, he, another ref on another day might have sent him off for that. With second yellow. The elbow, another ref could have sent him off for that as well. He was obviously a bit pissed that he just got twatted himself, but you, you kind of can't do that. And we know that Alice is a bit petulant with stuff like that. But overall, him and Taylor, you can tell there's a relationship there, but they need to get the footballing relationship right. Ali's for the past 12 months, well, has, has, has played with five different people up there. So he's, he's still got to relearn what Matty Taylor's about. It was a good five five years ago when they played together. Yeah. So Although mates, like, you still got to remember the sort of thing that they do. And I just, yeah, I, I, once once that clicks, it's, it's going to be difficult to find room for Proctor and dare I say Wilson, I know that people might kill me for that, but I think Harrison and Harrison and Taylor are the better front two. Yeah. Big so, but yeah, I well I good enough kill me. I didn't give him a score. Well, so six for Harrison. Thought decent performance, but nothing overly special. And maybe that's the bar he set amongst other people. Yeah. But Phil. Yeah, you can tell Working together, him and Taylor, it's coming slowly but surely, uh, game by game. I thought sort of like when Bradley Johnson smacked him one, I thought he wanted to get his vengeance, but he, he can't do it straight away after. He, he, he was he was definitely going to go in the boot for that, which is, is, is going to put him sort of like he's treading on thin ice after then. I was ashamed for him he didn't score because I thought he worked hard today. And he's been he's been looking for that goal, and I thought he was a cracking strike. He came to me, hit it well. Goal, he was a brilliant save from the goal. Yeah, I expected he'd go in, but he hit the post and come back. Um, he was a menace. He did run. He put himself about a bit. He could have probably held it up a little bit better. He could have flicked it on a few times a little bit better. But he never goes. He never hides. He's industrious. He, he runs, runs, and runs. So you kind of fault him to be fair. Yeah, a good game, but nothing spectacular. But he did he did what he got to do. Yeah, with you both, and very unlucky with that strike. Great save from their keeper. Um, his touch was a little bit off today. He did bounce off him a couple of times, but again, coming back from injury, can forgive him that because his work rate's great. Once or twice, him and Matty Taylor, as you've said, Johnny, one of them didn't quite read the other right, but that'll come. There were times where Taylor had flicked a good flick on, expecting Addison to be there, and he wasn't that quite. But he did what you expect of Alice Anderson. Good six out of ten performance, and a good win for the Vale. And that yeah. 11 brought to you by Homes Choose Carpets. Get yourselves over to Homes Choose Carpets. Give Tom a call. Tell him Bezza sent you and he'll give you some free grip rods. You come give me a quote this week and I told him Bezza sent me. Three <laughs> grip rods? He added 100 quid onto the quote. Yeah, I would as well. Twat. Both of you. But yeah, now, well. yeah, he's coming round, fit me a carpet. So looking forward to that. Um, subs. 
So come on, um, Big Phil, Conlon, Wilson, Olden, Proctor, any special words for any of them? Yeah, they came on at the right time. I thought I thought Proctor and Wilson, uh, they were flagging Taylor and Harry somewhere. The right time to bring them on. They just give a bit more energy up top and so forth. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought Wilson showed his class with a few touches when he came on. I thought Conlon, when he came on, I, I thought he did well. Uh, he got it in the midfield, started taking it about and so forth. And I thought Holden, he gets a lot of stick. But I thought when he came on, he added to it. And all of them really helped to see the game out, to be fair. So he didn't do anything spectacular. But I thought all of them contributed, seeing the game out and ensuring that we won 1-0. Yeah, with you. For me, Willow, there was that one where it was going out for a goal kick and he managed to get their plate off the defender in the corner. And the Rory Olden, he put a great ball in at one point, didn't he, Johnny? And he looks a little live way today, did Olden, when he come on? Yeah, I think the Willow thing, I think he looked, he looked typical Willow. He looked knackered as soon as he came on. And I don't ever think he gets going when he comes on as a sub. So sometimes it, can feel, it feels a bit detrimental to me, bringing him on, because he, he feels like he needs that sort of time and that energy to, to get him on. Um, like you said, the, the little touch that won the corner was was a touch of genius. But I did I did feel like we went down a gear from Harrison and Taylor when Proctor and Willow came on. Um, and never thought I would say that twelve months ago. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's all about match fitness for Willow. Give him three three weeks, and he, hopefully he'll be back knocking on the door, and we'll be going. Well, I'll just solve this problem. Um, but it's a it's a better problem than going which one of the centre midfielders is playing up front um yeah. with with the other winger. So that's that, that's obviously a nice problem to have. Holden, what I liked about him was I don't know when he was down the bottom end by cars, I don't know if you saw him get megged. And no. So he got megged and he turned his body, put it in the way, controlled it, like like won the ball and then got it and we won something from it. And it was really good that he actually showed a bit of strength. And and then not long after that, he did put that ball in with his right foot as well, which was decent. And I thought, yeah. you know what? Centre midfield in the Garrity sort of role could work for him. Who knows? Like, that could be his position and we just haven't seen the best out of him. But he's one of them players that's got a long way to go to, to prove that he deserves to be here. In the long run, um, but yeah, then Proctor's Proctor put put himself about a bit, and like you said, was a bit silly with the the hands. And then Tom Conlon, decent performance from him. Um, yeah, one of his better, to be fair. Yeah, one of his better recent ones. One of the Daryl Clark criticisms for me is I don't think Tom Conlon was helped by. It felt like he played in three different parts of that midfield over the sort of 20 minutes he was on. Because I don't know if you noticed when Holden come on, Pet seemed to go holding, and then Holden and Conlon then moved sort of a bit further forward, whereas Conlon was kind of the one to replace Garrity at the first, and then Ojo went in that position and Conlon went deeper, and it just felt like he, he was moved around a little bit, and I don't know if that's just whilst he was getting comfortable or or whatnot, but that's that's not criticism of Conlon. It was just it just felt like he was a victim of that sort of tweaking and 
and whatnot that Corky does in the game. Um, but yeah, it, it's nice. It's nice that we've brought four subs on and all four have had some form of impact. Um, yep. And it was lovely to get two strikers on the pitch when one's flagging and we, had, we hadn't, and there's no disrespect to him, but we haven't had to stew on Dennis Politic in up there. Yeah, or Mipo. Well, Mipo's not even on the bench. And we only have four lone players on there, so. Yeah, tells you all you need to know. But yeah, good win for the Vale. 1-0. We beat MK Dons, as we said. Donnelly with the goal. Moves us up to 13, so top of the bottom half now. Which, again, let's be realistic. Start seeing if you're offered that after 35 games. We just snapped your hand off. 43 points, which puts us 11 points clear of relegation. And it currently sits us 17 points behind the playoffs with 11 games left, 33 points up for grabs. Big Phil, would 76 points make the playoffs? Yeah. That's it then, 11 wins is all we need. Yeah, Easy do that. that, Johnny. Do that, easy. Easy. It's not like we've got to go up switching Portsmouth and Plymouth have got come here. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not scared. No, I'm not scared of Ipswich. They, they only scored four today. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. They were only playing a shy side, they weren't they? Yeah, they were. They were playing a little tin pot outfit. Oh, go away. <laughs> Talking about that, that's coming up soon, isn't it? The Staffordshire Derby. That's not two. a derby, but it's, it's Staffordshire. Two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. With Burton yeah. setting three points outside the relegation. Steph, are we worried about relegation and the Burton end of your household? Or will you be okay? Um, it looked a lot better until today. We were five points clear. Um, mm. And we've got some tough games coming up. But then MK Don's last game of the season could be a decider of who stays up and who goes down. Well, they're, they're going down if that's the case. You'll stay up comfortably. Yeah, they're a very poor side. They're probably the second worst side I've seen. Oh, they're the worst side I've seen down there since Stevenage about four years ago. When... Well, in all fairness, for me, Accrington were worse, but I'll caveat that. I know Accrington have got about seven first-team players out when they played us. See, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think Accrington were worse. I think Accrington come with a game plan and executed it perfectly. These didn't have an idea of what their game plan was. Yeah, I get what you're saying there. So I, think I get what you're saying more... there. If I'm looking at it 11 players v 11 players, I think... MK Dons have got more players in there that could change a game than Accrington had. Yeah. Well, Accrington <coughs> probably got a better squad than we have. Yeah. On paper. Yeah. yeah, they have, to be fair. But yeah, we'll see. So yeah, that's let's bring it to an end there. So lastly, Johnny's Bar, get yourselves down there tomorrow or today if you're listening on Sunday. It'll be open normally till about six, seven o'clock, something like that. Or go down next week and get yourselves a pint. It'll be open from Wednesday onwards. So, good win for the Vale. Top off of mid-table. Thanks to Big Phil and Johnny for joining me. Have a good week, Valiance. Three points in the bag. And we'll be back on Thursday, Johnny. Yeah, Thursday with the Fleetwood preview. Thursday with the Fleetwood preview. Weekend in the seaside for everyone. Big Phil, are you going to the seaside? I was thinking about doing that, you know. Yeah. Have a little because it's not really far from where I am, straight up. Straight yeah, up. straight. Yeah, I can't go next week, so I don't know if I'll be able to see the game or not yet. So 
I may not be here next Sunday, maybe. Who knows? But I may just be on without seeing the game and just let Johnny and whoever talk about it. Fair enough. Let's see. We'll see. But yeah, have a good week, everyone. It's always a good week after the Vale have picked up three points. Get your training in for the 10K. It's just over a month away. The 9th of April. We'll talk about it a little bit more on Thursday. But until then, everyone, have an ale and up the Vale. So, it's full time from the pod, and we've just lost again, and now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight, and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah. There we go. So order make delivery on on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.